say that this is what you want to do. You have no voice because, again, you're the child. So you have to go through this life. And even though we say children are seen or not heard, but I feel like it's that same thing. Like you have to go through this with your parents until you're able to be to make decisions on your own. You understand what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Anything that your parents do involves you, but you can't really make that decision for you. So then as a parent understanding when they get 17 between that 17 and 18 they are realizing all these things right like 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 um you got to set the boundaries right you got to understand that that shift in your parenting is going to change the role is going to change because you do have to Welcome to the Unfiltered Liming Podcast. Join us as we reflect on our personal journeys and share our insights, experiences, and stories. From food to music, language to custom, we explore what it means to straddle two cultures and find a sense of belonging in both. Whether you're a first-generation Caribbean-American, a seasoned veteran, or simply curious about the rich tapestry of cultures, that make up the Caribbean diaspora. This podcast is for you. We are your host, Bertie, the Hasten Sensation. Lisa, the Dominica Diva. No one's talking, so let's get unfiltered. What up, B? What up, L? All right, let's go. All right, uh, D-Lyman crew, this week we have an interesting topic. We are talking about parenting and adulting. So parenting adults. What'd you say? Other one too. Parenting and adulting plus parenting adults. Because I think that's important. Girl. You can't parent adults. We, we you can't parent adults. That's that does really no, you cannot so parent parents, an adult. What so what do your parents do when you become an adult? They still your parents. They still your parents, but they don't parent you. You sure about that in the Caribbean silence? I mean, well, they can try, but for real, for real, it, the title should really be parenting preteens or parenting teenagers going into adulthood. That's what the real topic is. Parenting teenagers that are going into adulthood. Boom. Yes. D. Lyman crew, let's get it. B, yes. I'll let you run this one. So the Lyman crew, you know, we talk about our life experiences, right? And in life, there's always something that comes along because, again, this is what's next this season. It's all about what's next. So what's next in our lives, in my lives right now, is that I have a child, as everyone knows, that is transitioning from being a young adult to an adult, from 17 to 18, right? That, that, that's that transitional age. And the Lyman crew... I have to be honest with you. It's been a mental transition to kind of go through, oh, the tone is different. The flexing is real. What else? The me not wanting to smack him until next week is real. Just being honest, again, the Lyman crew, you're going to get the honesty disclaimer. This is my personal experience. This is what I'm going through. I am no expert. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a therapist. I'm not nothing. Well, hold All up. Right? You, you are an expert at being a parent because you have been a parent for, what, 17 years? 
Yes, okay. but I'm not giving nobody no advice on how this is working. I'm just talking about my experiences. So please, anything that I say is based on what works for me and our, my situation right now. And I'm going to give you the Caribbean versus American um, transition lifestyle parenting skills that I've had to deal with in this past. So Endure. conversation came about, I called Lisa and I was like, hey, this, and I won't give the details because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, this is forever on the web wave of radio. So, you know, I got to protect my child in some type of way. But, you know, incident happens. Your child is 17, about to transition and cross over into adulthood. So they start flexing a little bit, right? They start wanting to have a voice. Well, let me rephrase that. In my household, I've always given my child a voice because I've learned at a very younger age when I was young that in the Caribbean culture, you don't have a voice. So that was one of the things when I had kids, I was like, yo, I'm not going to do that to my kids. I do want them to express themselves. So that's always been there expressed with respect. Respect Mm -hmm. is the word want to make sure that mm-hmm. so when they start transitioning right tra- he's starting to transition between this young adult to adulthood conversation come about and you start hearing a little bit of a tone a bass they call him a bass they call him like their balls drop oh. i'm just being honest that you know if, whatever it is for a girl if you have a girl it's the same thing whether you're a girl boy, your balls, you think that, you know, you could flex on your parents, your ball drops, you're trying to test the boundaries and all this other stuff. And I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Because, you know, my Caribbean side, when this thing happened, the conversation happened that I was like, oh, you crossing the line of disrespectful. And I told Lisa, I was like, my mind literally, and I don't know if it's because it's doing this podcast or it's. I think it's doing this podcast because we talk about our American versus Caribbean perspective. Right. And actually in that moment, when this incident happened with my child, when I was like, my two perspective came, my two antennas came, my American culture came and my Caribbean culture came on how I was going to discipline this child only because my Caribbean side wanted to be like, Oh, I'll smack you into tomorrow if you ever talk to me in a certain way and be disrespectful. And then my American side was like, well, you know, it's a new age. We don't want to condone certain behaviors from our past. We don't want to, you because I, I, I'm a strong believer. I don't want to condone, I don't want to say it's violence, but at the same time, I don't want to condone certain type of behaviors that I feel it's just me. I don't want to condone certain behaviors. So the smacking thing, especially again, because then I had my mind was like, well, wait a minute. He's about to be an adult. So felt just like probably he felt in that stage of transition, right? Like this is about to be a full grown adult. And I know that they say 18 doesn't make you an adult, but at the end of the day, we have to respect the fact that we tell our kids like, yo, when you're 18, you're an adult. And at the end of the day, I don't care who you are. When I was in my mom's household, I did it. I was like, Oh, I'm 18. You're not going to be able to tell me what to do anyway. So I was in that flexing period, you know, for a period of time, but, but yeah. So that experience had me all kind of, that double agent because at the end of the day 
And I did say, get the F out of my house, because I do believe, like, you're not going to be disrespectful in my house. And then the comment that came, because, again, the father and I are not together. And the comment was like, well, if you and my dad were together, would you still do that? The fuck? Yes, I would. (laughs) Read my lips. There's no way that if you think you're flexing, because you have every right to be who you want to be. Let me be very clear. But there's no way you're doing that in my house. I don't care if me and your dad are together for 50. I don't care where we are. You want to flex. You want to be an adult. Respect that. There's a there's a level of respect. But there's ever a time to disrespect your parents when you're going through this transition and think that your parents don't are not justified to say, get the fuck out of my house. Because, again, you're an adult. You want to flex. I'm okay with you being out there in the world because you're going to come right back and understand that the disrespect is not going to turn out real well. So again, from a parent, all this is going in my mind. So do you understand what I'm saying? Like all of this Caribbean American, all of this people is what the real topic of this conversation is going to be about, because I need help. I need y'all to help me. Give me some tips and tools. The alignment clue of, first of all, when you were in that transitioning stage, how did your parents handle it? Because I know we all flex on our parents. And mine was the same. I was told, well, you know, you're old enough. And I moved out. I got into the, the real world. And guess what? I liked it. I'm not going to lie. But it's one of those things like you don't realize a lot of times. Um, some of the things your parents say and why they say it. But then you have a child of your own and you realize, oh, fuck. Whoo, child chicken. Let me tell you something. There is, I think back. It's a lot. lot. mm, I have not birthed any children of my own, but let me tell you something. He know what he was doing, because if he did and there was another mini version of me, it'd be a problem. It'd be a straight problem because my mouth was the problem. Yes. My mouth was the problem. Yes. But I feel like you, that's why I think I kind of going to your point. I think that's why in that moment, both of my antennas came up because my Caribbean side reminded me of how I was with my mother. And then my American side also reminded me. And then it was like trying to combine the two of the best practices mm-hmm. of, okay, you sitting there like literally. And I don't know if you ever had that moment. Cause I think that's what makes us unique in our conversation and our podcast is being first generation is that we're able to pull, like we say, from all these perspectives. And if you have the tools, cause we have conversations, right. And you have to be able to, even though as and I would use myself as a parent. I have to sometimes stop and think like, okay, my mom didn't do this part really well. Right. And transitioning me. So for me, it was like quick instinct. I was like, Oh fuck, this is happening in real life. <laughs> right. This is happening like out of body experience. And then you have to like process all the things that you could do right because you're never going to do everything perfect but then you don't want to also add different things to make it where it could go does that make sense Mm -hmm. less because there's not a parenting book that tells you like this is right or wrong but then also there are certain things that come from what you want to happen 
and the mm-hmm. expectation mm-hmm. and the shift that you realize like, oh, okay, let me, let me, let me sit back. Let me analyze this so that that way the door of conversation is still open, right? <clears throat> Reality and the facts is don't ever, 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 because both my American and my Caribbean is going to be like, the disrespect is not tolerated. And okay. Any I'm glad. That's thing, that's the part I was waiting for because when it comes to the Caribbean, and any flexing, let me tell y'all, y'all 17, if y'all listening to this, let me tell you, I don't care your parents, Caribbean, American, what they are. The disrespect is never going to be tolerated in any household. And if it is, well, I can't. There's some households that allow that from young, and that's their own fault. So, yeah. That's there's, yeah. there's a lot of households that allow that are young and nine times out of 10 from the Caribbean culture or any foreign culture, they're not going to tolerate that. Number one, yeah. they're not going to tolerate it. Um, now, when you mentioned about, cause I know when we had this conversation yesterday, I was like, uh, I'm going to save my thoughts. Okay. And this is coming. I know we have to always balance between the Caribbean way, what the way that we were raised, because we're always basically duplicating what, how were you raised? You just, it's like a vicious cycle, right? Right. But however, yes, I think we have the great tools that we can pull from the American culture where now we can sit down, we can have a conversation. I can listen to your thoughts and how you feel in your perspective. Um, A lot of times I feel like kids at that age, 17, really don't have a real perspective because they haven't experienced life, but I can still sit down and listen to where you're coming from and what you're feeling. Right. Mm -hmm. And that in itself is respect. But once I ask you to do something once and I ask you to do something twice, and then I have to ask you a third time, we have a problem. Okay. Cause at this point, I don't care what culture you come from. I am your mother, therefore your provider. And Mm -hmm. if I ask you to do something that can directly affects me being that provider for you, it's a non-negotiable. I don't even know why we having this conversation. Mm -hmm. And then for you to flex after I asked you something three times and I asked, it was a reasonable request. Yeah. Let's talk about that. It was a reasonable request. Your tone wasn't raised. It was just regular, like, hey, by the way, do you mind doing X, Y, and Z? By the, by, I have to say, by the by the third time, my tone is high. Well, of course, rightfully just, so. No, yeah. and that's yeah. what I'm and that's the point that I'm getting to. If I gotta ask you the third time, and that mm-hmm. thing directly affects me being that provider for you, mm-hmm. we got a problem. Mm-hmm. At that point, we can't sit down and have a conversation. At this point, I can't respect your thoughts and your perspective mm-hmm. and how you feel. I can't I can't do that because the fact that I got to the third time and I had to ask you, you no longer mm-hmm. have any respect for what I asked you for. Right. So when right. you don't show me respect, I now in turn cannot show you respect. Okay? Because the reality is even you're not 18. And even if you were 18, you're not in the financial number one 
position to be like, I'm going to go out here. I'm going to go to this apartment complex. I'm going to fill out an application. I'm going to go to this job and I'm be hired tomorrow. And I'm going to yeah. just go ahead and open this bank account and I'm going to go purchase a car so I can get back and forth to work. If you're not able to do all of that, mm-hmm. if I ask you, if I ask you to do something for me that directly affects me being a provider, listen, you ain't flexing on me. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That's the yeah. and that's the difference. Like, try, and I think you're, to your point when we're having the conversation is the fact that again, that's why we're having this conversation. The flexing, I guess explain what the flexing is to people that don't know what the flexing is. Lisa. They know what the flexing is. You putting some bass in your voice and you asserting yourself. Talk about what you ain't going to do or ignoring, <laughs> ignoring me. Yes. And if so they the don't know, they can Google it. Is, <laughs> yeah. So the thing about that is, again, for 17 year old, it's everything Lisa said, like, and I know, and that's why I said like my Caribbean and American side came because then, like she said, the disrespect is never going to be tolerated, right? For anyone, any, and you shouldn't even think. So, and maybe, because I'm going to play the other side, maybe it's the fact that again, because you feel like you're going into adulthood, that you could express yourself in a way, but it's understanding and how you, re, how you express yourself to your parents the level of respect still needs to be there. You understand what I'm saying? So it doesn't mean that, oh, you're going from 17 to 18. I'm an adult and I could say how I want to say it. It's still, you could be a hundred years old. And I think the level of respect given to your parents, you still need to give that. Have I been, a, uh, have I been in the past where I've been disrespectful and all that and didn't understand? Of course. And I, I, of I mean, course. Absolutely. Absolutely. I put myself, and I think that's why I had to like give myself grace and him grace, because at the end of the day, as much as we could sit there and say, OK, disrespect, but I've done it. So I can't be hypocritical to say that I don't understand the flexing because I do. You understand what I'm saying? But it's also I feel it's changing the way I react and I parent to it so that the child understands that's not tolerated because that's the true, day, but I don't feel like you should use the word as being hypocritical because being hypocritical, you two have a relationship with an open communication and you promote in, independence where you can sit down and you can have dialogues and you can talk. You guys have open communication. Okay. You and I, with our parents growing up, we did not have that at all. So it is no way. And so I don't feel like it's hypocritical because it's a totally different, you know what I'm saying? We weren't sitting down having dialogues with our parents. We weren't sitting down having open communications and, Oh, tell me how you feel today. And how are you? We, We ain't doing all of that. So you cannot you know, even say it's hypocritical. Say hypocritical. You know why I say hypocritical? Because I did it. So that's what yeah, I Yeah, we I did it. Yeah, and it doesn't matter to what level. And I understand what you're saying, but to me, it's just like if somebody co- commits a crime and it's a crime, then it's like we're looking at the background, but it's still committing the same thing. So that's the way I look at it. I look at it like you're absolutely correct. We're not having the dialogue. And yes, I promote independence and I recognize the change in dynamics and I have the conversation. But at the same time, the way for me, why I say that is because I can't tell him 
oh my gosh, all this other stuff. Like I can have the conversation and recognizing it and make him understand that that is not acceptable. But at the same time, I did it to my parent, regardless of whatever she was doing or not doing, because at the end of the day, we all knew that it was wrong, no matter what they were giving us. You understand what I'm we, saying? No matter we knew we it was wrong, but I guess I'm thinking from a perspective that a lot of our frustration why we did it is because we didn't know why they were doing and acting the way that they were acting. Right, they did right. not communicate with us. Kids were seen and not heard. So right. a lot of times we might've done these things and lashed out and flexed because it's really also to his attention. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I just feel like when you have an open dialogue and you have a good communication and a good relationship and you can come to me about anything and you already have, and we already established that years ago. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I think, no, I don't think you're being hypocritical. No, no. Uh, Lisa doesn't think, well, I, I appreciate it. But to me, I just feel like, again, because I did it, I, and again, it's understanding like, and it goes back to, to your point. They are also between when you're 17 and 18, to me, I feel like it's playing. Cause I had somebody tell me that when I was 17, you know, like, Hey, you're in that stage where you're still, not a child, and but then you're trying to be an adult, right? Because you you're understanding. So I think for me, when stuff like that, when it happened, I felt like that this is your child. This is your childlike behavior. You understand what I'm saying? You want to be an adult, but then you still have that childlike quality. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To be able to be like, okay, wait a minute, and that's why I got to handle you. So then that's what I'm saying. That's what we're having the conversation that 17 and 18 is a weird space because at the same time, I feel like you're going to have conversation, right? And the dynamic is changing. The, the roles are changing a little bit, yeah. mm-hmm. but they're still behaving mm-hmm. like children, mm-hmm. right? It's yeah. not like behavior, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you're trying to flex to be like, well, I'm going into this adulthood. So they're transitioning and learning. And again, not condoning disrespect, but it's, it's sometimes we have to go above and beyond what the underlining is. It's understanding like they might still have childlike behavior, but they're also trying to find their adult making decision because that role they're trying is to find themselves like, too. They don't know themselves. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? And then to the other point is, that you said where I have to disagree a little bit with you is even though our children may not understand and have certain things as adults as far as life, but I would say they experience life the same. They experience the things that we go through just in different eyes and perspective. So yeah, they might not know the hardship maybe that we know of life, but they know certain things because they've been in the household with us. And I think sometimes as Caribbean, that's where I feel like they didn't give us credit. It's being seen and not heard. It's to say, well, you haven't experienced life because you haven't been out there. But at the same time, if they're in the household with you and let's say they hear about financial struggle, like you're doing COVID, if parents had to struggle to make money, you know what I'm saying? Had to do different things and had to overcome different things. Your children are experiencing their emotion just like you are. They just may not be able to contribute to that, but they are experiencing life. So everything to say like that to me, I don't agree because there's a lot of things that happened before I got out of my mom's house, but it affected me because 
I saw my mom go through certain things. I experienced certain things with her. So it's still my life. Like it's still things in my life that made me who I am before I even got out of the house. You understand what I'm saying? Things like how she was with my dad, you know, how she was with me and my sister. So it's just a different, and then, and then give an example where if you have children, they lose a father. You understand what I'm saying? They are experiencing life in a different way with all the things that they have coming. So I just think it's, they do experience life. They might not know certain struggles, but they know the struggle within seeing you and going through it through your eyes, through okay. your, does that make sense? No, that makes sense. Like, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you're having, and I know, like, I know for me, I know COVID probably also helped, you know, um, a lot of kids go through that because you think about suicidal rates and teenagers and all these other things. It's Mm -hmm. because life is so much pressured on them. You understand Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It's Mm -hmm. because they're going through things and, you know, they don't feel like they have an outlet. So, that perspective, you know, that's why they, they do drugs. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's substance mm-hmm. abuse and all these things because no matter what they go through, because some children get abused, you know what I'm saying? Some children mm-hmm. go through so many things mm-hmm. at a young age before yeah. they're even out there in the world. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So mm-hmm. they, they do have a life. It's just different. So I would, that part on that one, uh, to your point, I would say that they do experience life. They just don't experience it you know, again, transitioning, what's next? They're not adulting yet. And I think that's also makes it difficult because imagine you're going, you experiencing all this other stuff, but you have no, I don't want to say no. What's the word I want to say? You're not responsible for yourself yet. Mm-hmm. And those decisions that's mm-hmm. happening in life around you. So your parents get divorced. You have no decisions on that. If you're young, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. to your parents are happening to you, but you have no voice to say that this is what you want to do. You have no voice because again, you're the child. So you have to go through this life. And even though we say children are seen or not heard, but I feel like it's that same thing. Like you have to go through this with your parents until you're able to be, to make decisions on your own. You understand what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Anything that your parents do involves you, but you can't really make that decision for you. So then as a parent understanding when they get 17, between that 17 and 18, they are realizing all these things, right? Like, 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 um, you got to set the boundaries, right? You got to understand that that shift in your parenting is going to change. The role is going to change because you do have to start looking at your kids as adults. You do have to start, you know, like shifting how you communicate with them, shifting, how you discipline them, shifting how you support them, because I can't support you the same way I was supporting you. You know what I'm saying? And the guidance Mm -hmm. and the counsel I was giving you when you were a teenager or when you were going through this young adult, because at the end of the day, I'm not going to be there when you go to college. Mm -hmm. You may call me, but I have to trust that you're going to have to make decisions when I'm not around you. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You're going to have to trust yourself. You're going to have to trust your decision. You're going to have to trust these friends. You're going to have to make friends and trust, you know, or they're the right ones. Yeah. So basically encouraging responsibilities. You have to encourage responsibilities. And part of responsibilities is also too, is respecting your home. Because once you learn to respect those in home, then you'll be able to respect those out in the street. Because another yeah. thing also too, you can, they have their things that they go on in the house that they're experiencing growing up too, but 
I find also too with teenagers, there's a lot of things that they experience outside of the home that they don't even share with the parents. Mm-hmm. You know what yep. I mean? So that's a whole nother animal mm-hmm. in itself too. And I feel like a lot of times teenagers are very impressionable and yeah. they're very impressionable of what, you know, what their friends tell yeah. them and everything. So, mm-hmm. yeah. What they so, see on but, social media. Oh, the, social media is another animal, but, oh you know, we have to, yeah, that's a whole nother animal we're not even going to get into because that's talk a about third the Caribbean. Huh? They talk about the Caribbean because I feel like everything we're talking to, I would have to say this is where the American culture has taught me in a way about what we're discussing, like everything about setting the boundaries, understanding shift and role, understanding, like you're saying, responsibility, mm-hmm. understanding that they need to have a voice and how you communicate. That's all the American. The yeah. Caribbean, yo, I don't know what to tell you in the Caribbean. No, there's none of that. There's none of that in the Caribbean. But however, I do think that it's changing in the Caribbean because now, yeah. um, Teenagers growing up and kids growing up in the Caribbean have access to social media, which is all around the world. So mm-hmm. um, they have it at yeah. their fingertips now. So I would not be surprised if now there are more children in the Caribbean now expressing themselves, voicing their opinions and stuff. Um, it's not to say there's consequences for that. And, you know, say not only the Caribbean, but foreign cultures. Yeah. But I also think like the Caribbean parents that have been here, so not again, this is not a diss people, but the ones fresh off the boats compared to the ones that have been here for a while. You think and I'm not trying to be it, but then just you know, putting in and if you're Caribbean, y'all know what it is. The ones yeah. they say fresh off the plane or whatever. But yeah. I feel like there's a big difference in the ones like we say that have been acclimated, like our parents that have been acclimated to this country for a while in comparison to ones that are brand new, that are still carrying, you know, that Caribbean, you know, they're coming here and they haven't been really assimilated or acclimated to what the culture is and all these other stuff. And they bring this. Mm -hmm. So I think there's also a big difference. Like you're saying, like, I feel like maybe if I was in my mom's household being a teenager now, I think things would have been different because she would have been a little bit more. It would have been, I think. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's changing in their parenting style, changing in certain things that maybe, you know what I mean? That their mind would have been a little different. So I do agree. There's a little bit of shift in how parents, parents, their, their, um, their children in the Caribbean household, um, yeah, but that's not the thing it. is like by the time they shift, we're already adults and out of the house and mm-hmm. on their own. Cause I could see that with my own parents, they shifted years after I had already mm-hmm. been out of the house for 10 years. Now mm-hmm. I'm like, well, who are you? I don't know even know who you are. Yeah. So, but yeah, even though it's, it's, it's still too late at that yeah. point, but I don't know. I feel like also, I don't know if we're, how we're going to even uh, adjusting our expectations. I don't even know about that because that gets tied mm-hmm. into that too. Um, but yeah. maybe I feel like they need to adjust. Well, th- no, you know what? Let me say this. I feel like parents that come from the Caribbean and come up to the America, you're coming to a new culture here mm-hmm. and you need to adjust your expectations. Right. And I'm going to tell yes. you why, because you're raising American children, you're raising mm-hmm. children that have to go out there and deal in the world. Granted at home, I think a lot of times 
they feel like whatever we say is my word is bond. That's it. I can teach you all the tools that you need. Yeah. You actually can't because now you've now dumped us in this new culture that you yourself have no idea about. Right. So let's keep that real. Right. You have no yeah. idea. Because they're about trying it. to teach it to you from their they're trying to teach it to you from their Caribbean point mm-hmm. of view and thinking that and some of it, not to say again, not to say that some of the foundations are not good, but then like you said, you have to adjust it to also take what works and what you need to incorporate into the new culture with what, like you said, everything that you got going on in this new culture, because again, your kids are going to go to school with kids that are, you know what I mean? That they're, they're social media nowadays. There's so many things that are coming, coming from like when your household, your responsibility was different. You know yeah. what I mean? The expectation was different. So I think you're right. You have to um, adjust that expectation so that, it makes sense for your household. And the other thing too is again, speaking to my experience and adjusting the expectation is also if you are dealing, and I'm only speaking for myself, disclaimer, this is myself, a divorce household or one parent household, and then a united um, front household, these are all different also expectation and adjustments, right? Mm-hmm. You got to make it like for me, we're divorced. So the expectation of, when this happens with your kids transitioning, you, and it's always, it hasn't been easy, let me tell y'all, but you have to have the conversation. So one of the things that I would say, and again, it's not been perfect with my child's father or not. Every time we've gone through like a transitioning, because your kids transition, right? They go from 10 and then 16, 13 or whatever. There's always been a transitioning point. They're good for a little bit, but then they grow. We all go through that in life. And you got to be able to have the conversation and come together, right? Because I think that's very important. And I think that's one of the things sometimes we've 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 gotten it right. And sometimes we have not gotten it right because of mm-hmm. our own whatever, sitting mm-hmm. in the way, whatever, whatever. And kids, they will use that, right? So the Oh, thing they're about manipulating. Is, Let's just keep it real. Yes. Yeah. So if you are like a household where you're not together and your kids are going through that 17, 18-year-old transition, whatever transition it is, and even if you are in a household together, have the conversation. Like, I'm adamant about he's 10. What does he need at 10? He's 13. What does he need at 13? Now he's up 17. What does he need right now? So your message is the same. And, you know, and sometimes you need help, like, you know, you need supportive cast member to say, okay, this is what we're going to say. Because sometimes people be getting on your nerve. Sometimes if you have another person in the mix of your parenting that don't look at here, I'm going to say disclaimer, but I don't really give a fuck. If parents are divorced or you're you, you're not together and you got significant others, that's not the child's parent. Please be very careful on how you allow the parents to come together. I'm not saying don't give your opinion because I do believe if you're one of the good role models in the child's life, you see them differently and you can't influence, you know, but you handle that with that parent and let that parent handle it with the parents themselves. Don't try to be in the middle and thinking you got, yo, yo, that's another episode. We're going to do a no, another episode all about how to deal. Because guess what? My Caribbean and my American side are two different sides on how you handle these type of people. 
I'm just saying, right? Just just allow the parents. Yeah, that's a whole nother conversation. That's a whole nother right, conversation. These are their children. You understand what I'm saying? Just like your parents, your mom and your dad, right? They were in the same household, but they view you and your siblings differently and they have to have the conversation because they are your parents right and i'm not saying if you haven't birthed a child and you've been around somebody else's child that you can't input but just be very respectful of what that parent contribute because you could still help right you could play you could be one of the supportive group of that that tribe as they say right that that's all you are when you are the significant other and that's not your child all you are is support so when somebody needs to phone a friend phone a friend or phone so that's who that's where you come in till then sit your ass down mind your business and it's called it's called i learned we learned that it's called self-care for parents right because you're gonna need to you're gonna need to discuss with you know your significant other if you know or whatever even if you are the child parents you guys need to have some type of communication to discuss how you're going to maneuver through your kids different stages in life and development mm-hmm. right you're going to need to have the same message you're going to need to communicate united think, front you need to have a united front yeah and mm-hmm. i think sometimes well, I don't know if Caribbean do it better than than an American personally. I don't really know on that one. To tell I don't you know either. I know it's usually a village. You know, people are gonna yeah have to say what they have to say. But I don't. I don't think. And I, again, I could be wrong. But from what I have witnessed and grown up in my years on this planet, I have not seen Caribbean adult interfering as much as American significant others interfere with. Say that one more time. Okay. I feel like when you have a, a, a couple that's together, for example, mm-hmm. a, you're divorced, you and the father are no longer together and they have a significant other. I feel like I do not see as many Caribbean folks interjecting and taking over as if they're their parents and they have a say opposed to Americans that be jumping in people's business and have something to say about somebody else's child. Again, I could be wrong, but I'm just saying from what I have seen, I feel like that's more of American thing. Like I'm not the mother, but I'm gonna jump in, put my two cents and you need to do this and you need to do that. And, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't feel like a, I've seen Caribbean like, right, folks I, doing that. Yeah, I agree with you because at the end of the day, I know like when first of all, when I did get divorced, like my Caribbean family was like, "Oh my!" Because now I believe that they do, but Maybe I would say not. that's the American. They've been influenced by the American culture. They've been influenced by it. Like being divorced, like being divorced in the Caribbean is like at the time that I was divorced, it was very like, oh my gosh, you're divorced. Where in the American, you get divorced. It's like, okay, what are we doing? You understand what I'm saying? We're having a divorce party. That's what we're doing. 
Yeah, exactly. Right. It is true. And they do yeah. that. But the in American, they're like, oh, this is so like I was told, oh, my gosh, this rarely happens in our community. Like this rarely happens to our family. Like, what are you going to like? They were really like it was yeah. like a shock in the career. And like my yeah. family, your life company. is over. Your life is over. Yes. Yeah. Your life yeah, is exactly. over. Exactly. So they were just like, oh, and especially when the person is able to move on, then they're like, oh, my gosh. And then they don't understand, you know, certain dynamics. But as a parent, right, you have to manage your stress, right? You have to manage like you're learning your kids, you're learning how to parent, you're learning what style works and what doesn't work. So I think you're right. When you do have a third party or fourth party influence, again, there there has to be a rightful way to do it. And there's a wrongful way to do it. You can't control and manipulate. You can't. And I, again, I'm not saying that if that person has been in your child's life and they're a positive influence in your child's life because they want the best for them. Yes, all hunky-dory, they should be allowed to provide you, you with, if I have a significant other and they've been around my child because that I've had that happen and they've observed my child, they come to me with their yep. observation. Yes, that's right? the way it's supposed they to be. They don't try to be, they're like, yo, I just noticed this, just want to let yeah. you know. And they let me decide how to parent or discipline my child or how I should address it with their father or whatever. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Mm-hmm. But they don't try to come in and call the father or trying to make decision and be in control and be in the mix. Mm-hmm. That to me sometimes could be problematic. This- yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. in conclusion, parenting, parenting, transitioning kids that are going from 17 to 18, what tips and tools do I have? Um, find yourself a village, a support system to manage your parenting stress, to manage the transition, to manage like how you're going to support yourself and support the child coming together if you are together having the same message with the parent of how you're going to handle this process because your children also need to feel like they you that you support them right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but at the same time you don't support foolishly let's be very clear we don't support there's just certain things we don't support and we don't tolerate because it doesn't change us because you're 18 right so it's still the same even though like yeah we're going to change our expectation because we understand that you're an adult now, but with that understand. So for me, if my expectation changed, then you, you need to feel the full pressure of what that is. So you can't behave as a child, like when that expectation changed, right? That's the other thing too. Children don't realize once your parents adjust that expectation, guess what? Don't be coming back and say, Oh, then you want to be like, Oh, you want to be treated like a child? No, mm-hmm. no. Once you flexing, once you've done like, oh, I'm an adult. Guess what? My You're gonna get treated like an adult. You're gonna get treated like an adult. And as far as my tip is concerned, that is part of my tip. If you feel like you want to act like an adult and you want to flex, you're gonna get treated like an adult. Okay. Um, number two, the other tip that I have also too that we touched on is that I myself have a stepdaughter. If you're part of the village and that's not your child birth child, stay in your lane mm-hmm. and wait until you're asked for your opinion or whatever, stay in your lane. If you have, you feel some way about that child has done something, you go to 
the child's parent and you have a conversation with that child's parent, your significant other, you know, mm-hmm. you got to respect yeah. the parents. They're the yeah. ones you got to respect it. Now, if there's a situation, a parent has passed and you've adopted, then that's a whole nother mm-hmm. animal. But that's my tip. Number one, you act like an adult. You're going to get treated like an adult. If you're going to start moving that way. Number two, if you're on the outside, a significant, a partner, and that's not your child, you need to respect the boundaries. Mm-hmm. You have to stay in your lane, drink your water and mind your business. Okay. And read, read books. There's a book. I have to finish reading it, but it's called Two homes, one child. If you're divorced, yeah. Two, two, you know, two, two homes, one child. This book is written by Robert E. 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 M. E. R. Y. Is the last name. He's a PhD. He's a doctor. Again, find resources to help you, parents, to help you navigate because we don't have the answers. No. So you know that's another thing too. Read, research the development of your child's different age stage development stages in life. They're out there, right? Understanding like, yeah, they might be flexing. And again, it's not a bad thing that they're doing that, but know how you're going to overcome it, I guess, or how you're going to address it, Mm -hmm. address it. So that way it's not catching you off guard. Like, oh, he flexing, why he flexing? Okay. Oh, because he, he going through that stage. All right. Bet. Now your parenting style is shifting because now you got to shift with where your child is developing. So all exactly. these things are, you know, being open, but thank you. Um, I mean, thank you. We're going to put some other video that we think you might like. Yes. And then we might, you know, put, I might put this book in the resourcing and tips and tools, but let yes. us know the Lyman crew. What other things, Caribbean versus American things that if your child is flexing at 17 going on 18 that you do, we do not condone violence. (laughs) (laughs) All right, D-Lyman crew, we out. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Unfiltered Liming Podcast. We hope you enjoy the conversation and gain some valuable insights. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you can catch every new episode and leave us a review so we can continue to bring you fresh, exciting content. And if you have a topic you'd like us to discuss or a story you'd like us to share, please reach out to us. Join us again next Thursday for another unfiltered conversation about the rich diversity and complexity of the Caribbean American experience. Until then, keep exploring, keep learning, and keep celebrating the unique cultural heritage that make us who we are. Unfiltered Liming is edited and produced by Unfiltered Liming.